Alrighty, uh, a bit different of an episode today. Oh, the microphone is a little far away from me, my bad. Uh, this is just a bonus episode. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do this again. If you liked this bonus episode, you're going to have to let me know at juniatthetagame.com. If I don't get enough like people reaching out and saying, hey, this is actually a good thing, then I'm going to know that it's not a good use of my time. And so uh, this is a recording of the Twitch stream of the first part series of where I tier stocks in a stock tier list. I went ahead and uh, uh, like screen captured every single logo and made a really nice tier list, which you can see uh, at twitch.tv slash realthetagang or on my Twitter at realthetagang or, um, or I, I mean, <laughs> for twitch.tv, that's me streaming on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to uh, let this video play and record the audio and then upload it. Uh, if you like it, please let me know at juniathedian.com. Um, otherwise, just going to preface this with, again, this is not financial advice. This is just me kind of just like spouting off things that I read on the internet and things that I learned. Uh, but this is not coming from someone that knows about stocks, okay? This is coming from a person like me that does not know anything about stocks or options. And I just talk into a microphone by myself in my room. So if you follow any of this advice or, you know, quote advice, uh, you're going to have a really bad time. But these are just my opinions, and I hope you enjoy. Also, real quickly, uh, this is also unedited. Uh, because I have to, like, watch this all over again, and then, you know, I'd have to edit it and all that whatnot, uh, I don't have the bandwidth for that at the moment just because I'm leaving for a trip tomorrow. And I don't see myself doing this during the weekdays of next week just because I'm going to be pretty busy doing other things. Uh, this is going to be unedited, uh, so just bear with me when I'm not making sense if you can't see any pictures or uh, if I'm replying to a chat question without reading the question first. Though I do do a decent job at reading the question first. Uh, just I'm just really proactive about it because I know a lot of people like keeping streams on second windows. Um, but yeah, uh, I hope you guys and girls still enjoy. Sorry for the unedited uh, uh, clip that you're about to hear, but I'm glad that you know if you can't make it to the Twitch stream and you don't have time to watch the VOD, uh, you can just listen to your car or wherever. Maybe you're trafficking some planes or whatnot, uh, just sitting in your chair. So uh, enjoy and have a amazing week. Thank you. All right. Uh, in my opinion, remember I gave all that financial, this is not financial advice thing. Okay, so in my opinion, uh, Apple is a really good stock. It obviously does belong in guh. I just put it here for the shock factor. Uh, it pays a dividend. It's in tech. Uh, it's a industry leader. A lot of there's a lot of like, oh, Android superior, oh, Apple superior, oh, yeah, that doesn't matter. Apple's product is a decent product. Um, and it's just that, yes, I understand Apple sometimes doesn't innovate, it just copies, but there's a lot of advantageous stuff that you can, uh, kind of get through when, uh, there's some advantages that you get for going second, is that you get to refine it and make it better and etc. etc. Also, the MacBook 14 inch, uh, MacBook Pro, uh, the one without the touch bar, low key, I feel like that's going to be, uh, so like literally sold out. I feel like that is a laptop that's actually gonna be hard to get. Um, and laptops in 
uh, Apple's history have never been like hard to get and this is just totally left field and that's totally a guess it's all oogla boogla but that's just how much I want the 14 inch MacBook Pro um, so because it pays a dividend the IV is decent and it's in tech and it's very theta game friendly it's also post split it has a lot of options volume um, a large market cap big free cash flow like there's so many positives about Apple it can almost be synonymous with uh, a savings account at this point okay so what I'm going to do to just play it safe I'm gonna put in an A tier um, it has absolute potential to be an S tier um, but we'll see actually no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play that contrarian thing I'm just gonna put an S tier if someone came to me and said hey Judy uh, you know I saved it all summer uh, and I have like $15,000 in my like life savings. I really, really want to do a cash secure put. Uh, and I know you told me that you should only put in like a sub percentage of your portfolio uh, in any one stock, but uh, I really want to do, a, I really want to pick a stock. What should I do? I'd probably pick Apple. Um, so we'll do this. Uh, let's see here. Let me just read. Um, bu -bu 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 I'm just reading here. I follow you on Twitter. You need to you need to streaming in FinTwitch stocks and bonds every day. There's a thriving culture of hot young players there. Some real, some fake. What matters is longevity and authenticity. Reach out to Martini, Rita, and others. Collab. Build your built your brand. You are not alone. There is a movement in progress. The new CNBC is on Twitch. And people like you are making it happen. That sounds pretty cool. I will reach out to Martini Rita. Rita. Uh, and then I'll say, uh, I'll go, bro, sent me. Maybe. Maybe I'll include that. But uh, yeah, okay. Uh, Master Jado, yesterday I bought five. The next day I sold the last one for... No, you need to tr close the trade in full. Lemon M, good night everyone. Happy to meet you. We're happy to meet you too. What's S stand for? S is just above A. S is just S here, it's like super. And then it goes to the normal grading scale, A, B, C, Inca. The stock guy is... Oh, B-Team Streamer is here. Hello, hello. The Stock Guy is a really fun stream to watch as well. The Stock Guy... Actually, one of my friends told me about the Stock Guy. Okay, cool. And yes, Superior would be the non-troll answer. Um, let's talk about Airbnb. Um, I also don't know absolutely everything about each stock but we'll go ahead and try to learn about as much of the stock as possible as we go airbnb to me seems like a tech company that has high implied volatility and an okay amount of um, and an okay amount of volume and also it doesn't pay a dividend and i feel like they would have a lot of debt and etc but let's go ahead and try to like debunk a lot of that stuff. So Airbnb stock. Let's just take a look. Yeah, you guys and girls can see Airbnb, Airbnb. 
Um, wow. Airbnb, April 30th. Tw well, but this is 2021, okay. Okay, and it IPO'd in December, makes sense. Um, it does not have a P&E ratio, so like automatically, I don't think it can be an A tier, in my opinion, because I can't confidently tell you like, hey, yeah, write a cash secure put on this thing uh, because it's gonna be okay in the long run. I, I can't give you that guarantee, especially if they don't make that kind of money yet. Quite frank, no one could give you that guarantee. So like take that with a grain of salt. Um, P&E ratio doesn't exist. There's no dividend. Uh, crashed pretty heavy already this year. Uh, and it was below uh, IPO price. Now it's above IPO price. Let's bring up Tastyworks. A, what is it? A, B, and B. A, B, and B. Let's take a look here. It's very, it's very uh, pan, non-pandemic safe. I think we've seen that already too. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna just put this in C tier and then leave it there. We'll go ahead and revisit this if we need to. I feel like a lot of travel stuff will be in C tier. Uh, wow, okay, is this gonna get the people going or what? Okay, next is... Next is AMC, okay? Let me go ahead and just kind of show, uh, uh, let's, see what we're, let's see what we're dealing with. Um, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. There's gotta be someone shielding it. There you go, boom. This is what's wrong with AMC. This is what's wrong, this is what's wrong, okay? If a stock is really good, you don't need to justify it with this kind of stuff. I get it though. There's like a lot of camaraderie and man, like this like ape diamond hand emoji type of thing. I feel you. Like it is, it is it's brotherhood, it's sisterhood. It is being part of something that's bigger than you. It's sticking it to the man. But there is a poor Timmy out there somewhere that just worked at Jamba Juice for like three summers in a row and just bought at AMC at all time high and is bag holding this thing. And then as they're bag holding, as they're going down, they see these they see these tweets and then they like like it and then they're like they just go to bed like this. Yeah, everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. 
and they Squidward dies, right? Like that that's what AMC is in like a nutshell. I can't think of anything else of why you would trade AMC beyond this squeeze play. And you can also tell me like, okay, Junie, yes, I have $100,000 in my uh, portfolio. Uh, I'm gonna put $1,000 into AMC for the squeeze. Go for it. I think that's really great. If you have, if you're just dedicating 1% of your portfolio for a squeeze play, and uh, yeah, your your max loss scenario is not gonna put you under, then yeah, just have fun, just do, just do it. But this type of stuff really attracts the wrong type of people and then makes the wrong type of people potentially lose more. Now, you can also double back and say, hey Junie, like, if AMC moons, like, are you gonna feel bad? It's like, no, I'm not, because I've had people email me about GameStop, about AMC, no matter how much it shoots up or shoots down, people always lose money. Um, but you don't have to, is, is like the whole entire premise of my like podcast is like, you can trade responsibly and slowly get to wherever you need to go. Um, but that's my resounding opinion about AMC, is that it's just a gamble and it's the squeeze play. If you want to justify that the movie theater is gonna be the like the new future of things, you're kind of stretching it. Um, AMC stock. They don't make money. There's no P&E ratio here. They don't pay a dividend. Uh, though, I mean, I would think that they would start paying one because they're they've gotten a lot of investment money. They could start paying you back. Um, yeah. This action is fun, but it's not the type of thing where I'd say like an average retail trader should put their life savings in or actually try to make money out of. Because what happens if AMC does crash like 10, 15%? What if it does? You're just gonna chalk it up and be like, oh, you know, it was just the man short laddering or something and like, you, you know, putting us out. But Really, stocks are irrational. The stock market is irrational. Uh, you just need to be careful. Um, we're not gonna look too heavy into AMC, but let me just bring it up anyway, just because I did for Airbnb. Maybe, maybe we'll just do it for every stock. AMC, big day today. It's eight percent. Cool. Um, look at the option chain. Lots of IV, but. This is where, you know, you have to learn either the hard way or the really hard way is that IV or implied volatility, uh, the measurement of how volatile a stock is, um, it's high for a reason. Don't think you're like this Michael Burry that's finding uh, this loophole in the market. And, you know, you might think like, oh, okay, AMC, AMC's uh, news has come out. We shouldn't expect a news cycle for like three weeks. So I'm going to sell a naked call to AMC because uh, I can sell this 17 day uh, expiry. That's a monthly that has 171% implied volatility. Uh, but there should be no news coming out because we've seen all the news and it just got released today. Three days go by, AMC announces they're now building a streaming platform where they get first priority on movies and AMC goes to $100.
You have just taken a first class ticket to getting got super hard because you made an assumption about something very irrational. Be careful. So uh, AMC, uh, for all the reasons above, uh, we're going to put that in gut here. Uh, if you want to prove me wrong, if you think it's an S tier, and if you think it's the stock of a lifetime, make a profile on datingame.com, upload your trades before they're closed. I mean, don't just upload your winners. Upload your trades as you open them and keep going. Uh, and then, you know, I'll, I might even feature you on the stream, but you have to prove to me that the trades that you're uploading are real. They need to be timestamped correctly, and I need to be able to tell and track everything. Um, let me see, let me see. Okay, this one is, oh, this one got clipped. This one is AMD, <laughs> but uh, we'll go from there, we'll go from there. Let me just read chat for a little bit. Palantir is actually not missing from here. Uh, I got Palantir, I think. I'm just not seeing, oh, it's right here. Palantir is right here. Um, let's see, okay. Yeah, Algo Bro saw that. Yep, Master Jado, closing all in one. Dog with egg, troll lol lol lol. Um, uh, the stock guy is a really fun stream to watch as well. He scalps options all day and the whole community laughs at his hairline and we call him a boomer. That sounds fun. I... <laughs> I like, I actually like that. And if he takes the, the roast well, yeah. Okay, the stock guy. Uh, PM. DM him too. Okay. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Yep, Palantir is not missing from the list. Stock Jock is also a respected player here on FinTwitch. He scalps whatever is barked on Bazinga with the grace of Buzz Lightyear. Uh, I've, fun story, I've been living in Airbnbs for nine months and paid all, most of my rent via credit spreads on Airbnb stock. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, Give us your best Tom Sosnoff impression. Uh, Night shirt Juni, only problem, it's not RBR. I have no idea what RBR means. Uh, but you're gonna have to uh, let me know what RBR means. Let me know. <laughs> uh, let me see, let me see. Okay, thanks for the hack. Yep, yep. Had this weird dream about the theaters. Yep, episode three, whatever. Okay, yeah, bye, MC at 2.30. Yep, yep. How did, how did you end up here on the stream? Oh, nice, cool. Beast, okay. Um. AMD, wow, AMD, pretty solid stock. Because gonna say that straight up right now, uh, only one letter away from AMC, and it's vastly different. Here we go. So we're gonna bring up, uh, we're gonna bring up AMD. Here we go. AMD is a really good stock. Like, there's no hiding it. Anybody that tells, it, any, anybody that is bearish on AMD, I think is really asking for it. And I'd almost say that they have too much ego. Like, you have any bearish play on AMD, I think you need to get your ego checked. I have a huge ego, so therefore I'm telling that person that they got a huge ego. It's it's the same thing. We are the same person, but I'm not being bearish on AMD. Let me tell you why. AMD 
is in the semiconductor industry. We're we're like just now figuring out that graphics cards have been like underpriced since like forever. Uh, MSRP on graphics cards are going up, um, and AMD, led by Lisa Su Sube, really good leader, very very transparent, very like you know that she knows about semiconductors, especially when she gives her presentations, like. You get the same like Elon Musk vibe without the volatility of like Elon Musk. Um, the options volume and the stock volume on AMD is also very good. Um, the P and E ratio. The Discord knows about this, and this is like the first time I'm kind of letting this out. Is that I I cannot think of why AMD's P and E ratio is so low. In my opinion. You know, you go to a hedge fund that has billions of dollars that they need to put into money and they have this very tight cheat sheet of specs that need to fit criteria in order to sell options to be Delta neutral, whatever, whatever, whatever. AMD compared to uh, NVIDIA, and understandably, NVIDIA is like a much bigger company, but still, AMD has shown a lot of promise with their CPU push and their graphics cards doing not as well as NVIDIA, um, but again, the comeback that they've made since like three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, I don't remember. When like when did AMD cross the $22 mark? How long ago was that? I traded, <laughs> I traded AMD, yeah, yeah, three years ago, 2018. Yeah, somewhere right here. I traded AMD here, and when it got down to here, I thought like, ah, you know, it's gonna trade flat forever. Wow, but uh, retrospect, hindsight, 2020. Um, but yeah, because they have P&E ratio, they make money. That's going to be a very common theme for semiconductor companies. Wow, go figure. When you invest in a company that makes money, it goes up or it tends to go up, right? Because it doesn't need to prove anything. If anything, it's just continue to make more and more money and builds up more and more free cash flow. Uh, and especially if they are in an industry that's in high demand. We, AMD is a play on not only Bitcoin, it's a, or, and like a single, Oh, Judy, you always only say Bitcoin and you don't say my altcoin and that's why you're a shell for Bitcoin. I don't like it when you only talk about Bitcoin. Can you talk about my uh, trash coin? It's a play on Bitcoin. It's a just a play on like gaming in general. It's a play on AI. It's a play on EVs, right? Like cars are using chips more, more, more and more every year and cycle. Like AMD, super solid. Very nice price point per share. It's even cheaper than uh, Apple. So say you are a high school student, and I cannot believe I'm saying this, but like, maybe it's just the area where I live in, but like, there's tons of high school kids that are like asking me for stock advice, and th they have like 20K in their portfolio. It's like, uh, where where did you get $20,000? And then I'll like, and then they'll say like, oh, I worked at Jungle Juice, and you know, whatever money I put in, my parents would match. And it's like, oh yeah, dude, I'm trying to do that for my kids too and you know that's why I gotta trade responsibly I can't YOLO I can't do that because I need to be able to do that type of stuff and build generational wealth that's the goal um, but going back to AMD 
Andy, super solid. Great, great CEO. PE ratio. I think it's, I think it's not justified. Like, or not just not not justified, but it's it's still on the low end, in my opinion. Um, good industry, very future facing. We're gonna go back here. Uh, AMD. Honestly, implied volatility is also, you know, semi-high, uh, just like Apple, and it has a lot of options volume, and just because of its current state in the market, like, it's it's just solid, it's there. Ooh. I got, got on AMD last month, sold two covered calls at 100 when it moonshot to 120. I wouldn't consider that I got got. I think uh, trading at the top is very tricky, and now you can sell cash secure puts at 100, like no one's business. Um, rest here. Lisa has insane reviews on Glassdoor. Very very oogla, but it's pretty difficult to get good reviews as a CEO on there. Correct. 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 Okay. Next is uh, big boy Amazon. Uh, wow, where do we, where do we start with Amazon? Um, Amazon's P&E ratio is not insane anymore. It's not in the 100s. Uh, I know it's corrected a good bit from a while ago. volatility for Amazon is pretty low where it's kind of like a just like a it's a big money play if you're just really into Amazon and you really love Amazon and its services and its products like AWS etc I can't take that away from you um, in terms of like selling a cash care put which is also like one of my goals in life is just to sell a cash care put on Amazon not because, because obviously it's not like in my favor to do that, but really, like it's just kind of like a flex thing. I mean, it's just like cool. It's like, oh yeah, I did a cash you care put on Amazon. Um, but there's better alternatives, in my opinion, for you know, especially with my my portfolio size. I I, I could write a cash you care put on this, but I'd be using margin, and that's kind of like a like a no. Um, Amazon, do they pay? They don't pay a dividend. Huge market cap. They're almost at two trillion. P&E ratio is at sixty. Um, Microsoft's Azure services are gaining a little bit of traction, taking market share away from AWS. Um, I'm hearing, and this is more anecdotal. It's just like I'm hearing more of my friends cancel their Amazon Prime subscription just because they're ordering stuff less from Amazon, but more artisan type of things. But here's the here's the here's the oogla booga on my end. Because inflation is going up, people are just spending more money on just like the nice things. Like if there's a choice between getting some off-brand type of like essential thing on Amazon versus getting this artisan coffee grinder from this shop on Shopify, I bet you like eight out of ten times. 
you're gonna get the nice artisan coffee grinder and not the ch Chinese Alibaba-esque type of Amazon one. Um, definitely depends on where you are in life and what your priorities are. If you just love coffee, like, you know, peace be with you. Um, but, like, in my day-to-day, -day, like, I, I don't know. I'm not, like, that crazy on Amazon industry leader still i'd say in cloud just in the, just the aws architecture um and e-commerce yeah mm. this one's kind of tricky and this is and, and like i said this is for uh the average retail investor and i said like you have like upwards of 50k in your portfolio uh, I think I think there's honestly way better things you can do with a 50k portfolio because like just owning one share at Amazon like yeah if you want to diversify but you should you guys and girls should all know what my feelings are about diversification um, <sighs> we'll put it in B tier for now and if it needs to get upgraded we'll upgrade it um, yeah, yeah, we'll just do that. Okay, let's make some more enemies. Let's make some more enemies. I put, I put, uh, I put Amazon from here to here. Um, we're going to talk about all of the, uh, ARC stocks right now. So I just put a picture of Kathy Wood. Uh, shout out to Kathy, by the way, because, you know, it's not often you see like a female like do what she does. It's like she literally tells everybody like, "Hey, I'm buying more of this. What's up?" And, and that's like some of the coolest things I've ever seen in the stock market. And I'm not even sure if that's ever been done in our lifetime. And that I think that's just super dope. So, Kathy Wood. Uh, let's talk about the Arc series. Arc is interesting it is very very interesting let me show you um let me show you my breakdown here um oh i actually can't because it shows it shows my account number never mind never mind i won't show you my I was, i'll get another pikachu in place because i have this i have this pikachu here um, for a reason, it blocks out my account number. I'm not even sure if you, if anyone can actually do something with it, but I just block out just in case. But there's a tab right here that lets you show like um, what stocks you were green on and by how much, like each each stock you made money on, um, and then you can kind of see the breakdown of how I made thirty six thousand dollars this year. Um, but just to, I guess just say it is that i'm actually down only on two stocks and that's my one share of amazon that i bought and i took a 200 hundred dollar loss on that one share at amazon um and then i took a 1244 dollar loss or some 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 number like that uh on arc f and then so that's how you know that's my context of how i'm judging this so let's quickly look at uh a few arcs in here. So arc K. 
looks like it's trading flat. No dividend, as definitely as expected. This is definitely like growth territory. No P&E ratio, that's expected too. Um, but it looks very flat. You can see like it's, it's, it's pretty volatile, but this range seems safe. Quote safe, I don't know. Uh, and then this is the one that I specifically lost money on is ARCF. Um, just uh, continue trade here. Yeah, same same price action. Pretty pretty flat. I'd say this is even safer to trade than RK. Um, and just to kind of tell you guys and girls what Ark is, it's like it's headed by Kathy Wood. She's a very powerful person, and she has a lot of money, and she gets a lot of money from other people as well. And then she picks stocks to invest in, and she. Uh, manages an ETF or multiple ETFs, which is a collection of stocks that she adjusts according to her own preferences. Uh, thank you, James James Session, for the follow. I appreciate you. Uh, let's bring up. Uh, let's let's move this back here. Let's bring up uh, uh, Tastyworks. Let's go to Arc K. Arc K. Uh, wait, actually, let's go and see Apple real quick. Yeah, Apple's implied volatility. Not crazy, but RK does have more volatility. And uh, let's look at AMD. Yeah, AMD's uh, implied volatility. Oh, that, see, that's why AMD's so great. Like, look how much implied volatility you got on such a great stock, right? Like, that's insane. 41% for a 17-day. That's nuts. That's nuts. But this is about ARC and not AMD. Okay, we're gonna go to RK. Uh, RK, let's like just look at the option volume. Pretty decent option volume too. Um, it's very volatile. It's not something that I would particularly write options on. There was talk a good bit ago about how like, oh, you know, instead of uh, contributing to my IRA and letting the robo or the, letting the robo letting the robot um, put it into boring like emerging market funds or whatever whatnot that you would rather choose your own stocks and just slam it in arc that was like a very very growing trend it's like oh I don't want to invest in you know S&P 500 because there's like a lot of stocks in S&P 500 that are just super small and they're not relevant and you know S&P 500 is led by, you know, these bigger names that uh, carry it on its back, basically. Um, ARK-K, also a combination of stocks. Again, they are handpicked by someone that is smarter than us. Kathy Wood, yes, is smarter than you. She is smarter than me. Uh, and I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. It's kind of like if you believe in Kathy Wood, you believe in Kathy Wood, just... It's almost like the Elon Musk effect. If if Kathy Wood passed away, Ark would crater. There there would be no Ark. Like there's like Elon Musk passing away, there'd be no Tesla. Um, I guess you could also kind of say that with like Apple and the passing of Steve Jobs, but I think if Steve Jobs was still around, Apple would actually just be on a whole nother level. But that's like a debate for like a or a topic for another time. Not a debate, because we're not gonna debate about people that are passed away, that's that's childish, but um, rest in peace. Uh, Arc, very volatile. Uh, 
if you believe in it, you believe in it. They, the companies that they typically invest in don't make money. It's a very growth-oriented play. I do like the fact that Ark is handpicked by Kathy Wood. And, you know, when I said that Kathy Wood is smarter than you and smarter than me, like, that's not like a bash. It's just, it's also supposed to, like, make you feel good. It's like, oh, I'm investing in this ETF by with a person that is very vocal about how she... Uh, invest stocks and that transparency is really cool like that's the entire premise of of the of the podcast and stuff it's just like being transparent being open with your wins and losses um so for now just because again this is for the person that has upwards of 50k in their portfolio i think that there are better investments that you can make if you want to put some side money into this and you want to diversify and you put 1% in ARC, you can make that same argument with any of these stocks. So we should not put that into consideration, right? But ARC is a little bit risky for what you get. You should do a little bit more due diligence on specific companies in ARC that you're primarily interested in. For example, ARC F. If you really like ARC F, Maybe you should just look at Square. She includes Square in Arc F. Square, very decent stock, uh, and we'll talk about it later. But yeah, I think that would be a better approach um, than going in on ETF. However, here's why I draw the line: if you are an extremely new investor and you just want to buy shares because you're like. Ew, Junie, you were like selling options and stuff. Like that stuff doesn't work, dude. You're picking up pennies in front of the steamroller. <laughs> that stuff doesn't work. I'm just, uh, I just want to buy shares. You just want to buy shares? I'd rather have you buy shares of Arc F than buy shares of Square. Almost. It's very 50-50 because the argument is like, if you really love Square, say you're a small business owner and you use Square and you believe it's the future, yeah, you should probably invest in Square. But if you're a regular person, like an Asian kid sitting in a chair, talking by himself in his room, then you know maybe you need some guidance and while you're figuring things out, you trust in Kathy Wood. Not all trust, but you know, we're gonna do it. Uh, so for all those reasons, I feel like I'm a Shark Tank. Kathy, the C stands for you. Um, how are we doing on time? 15 more minutes, cool. Okay, we can keep going, we can keep going. Uh, here is a spicy one. Here, actually, let me, um, let me let me keep reading, let me keep reading. Uh, let me just rechat a little bit, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, this is an interesting approach to portfolio, bu portfolio building. It reminds me of the Warren Buffett strategy. Make a list of the five most important companies in America and wheel them. That's cool, yeah. I, I didn't even say like, list, I always, point out one of my podcast episodes I feel like I need to redo again just because of how many times I talk about it I have a very specific episode podcast podcast episode that's called girls are better investors and it talks a lot about how if you don't know what you're doing just buy stocks in companies that you you use like if you shop uh, at Target and you buy your makeup from Target or if you buy all your resale lit type of thing from Target, yeah, there's a main, there's a good reason why you're going to Target. Um, 
if you're an iPhone user, yeah, buy Apple. If you're a MacBook user, use buy Apple. And that's the type of mentality that um, I like to portray. Bulk Ninja. Hi, you looking real ramen seller today? Thank you. You sure you don't sell noodles instead of Theta XD? What do you think of the new short Arc K ETF? Wow. Uh, I have no opinion on that. Uh, I feel like, honestly, if you're in this Twitch chat and you got time to spare and you're not making insane amounts of money and you're just here, just like casually chilling out, you have no business shorting anything. But that's just my opinion. Uh, Daniel Model 3. Hello, hello. Um, okay, cool, cool. Go to display settings, account tab. I will copy and paste this. Go Cypher Inc. I will copy and paste. Hello, by the way. I recognize your name on the ThetaGame.com website. Hello, hello. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for giving me this tip. Um, I have that saved in the show notes. Uh, Algorbo, you're Finn Twitch now. One of us, one of us, gobble gobble. One of us, we accept it, one of us. Uh, can you adjust the background audio to be lower? Yes, I can. I'll do that. If it's still too loud, let me know. Um, Arfman, it also hides net liquidity. We can't do that or else I'm not being real. But maybe I'll just learn to toggle it and then I show you that section and then I untoggle it and then whatever. Um, common denominator. Yep. Ao missed start. Warm smells. This will be uploaded um, uh, later, and you can also watch the vod. Lower the music, please. Yep. Lowered it. Uh, we'll lower it one more time. Uh, beware, Aunt Kathy is being muscled out by new money by controlling interest in the fund. Combined with the crackdowns in China, chaos reigns upon the Ark. Wow, that is uh, that is a very well-written opening chapter to a uh, stock manga. Wow! Is there such thing? Or is that too capitalist for just like artists to be excited to draw? Like, yeah, that's just, that's just capitalist, right? Like they don't, they don't believe in investing and stuff. They just believe in like being happy, right? Uh, Jim Cramer has a whole recurring rant about my daughters are the best stock pickers. Look it up. Dude! Yes, yes, and I, I guarantee you if my girlfriend could just pick a few stocks and just run with it and just like buy them and leave them alone, I think she would outperform a majority of people on Fintwit. Cool. Um, we have 10 minutes and I believe our last stock that we talk about today will be Activision Blizzard. So hold on to your seats. Uh, we're gonna talk about this for I believe 10 whole minutes. Let's go to my favorite website, uh, Google, and we'll go to here. <sighs> okay. Blizzard has been getting a lot of flack for a lot of really bad things that seem like common sense that shouldn't happen. But being, this is gonna be triggering to a lot of people, but being super realistic, okay, if you, <laughs> if you coded and built World of Warcraft or you built Diablo and you know every ins and outs of that code stack uh, and you know how to contribute everywhere, you are this superstar. If you harass other people, and again, this is, this is absolutely the problem. 
if you start harassing other people or if you're just being a bad person people will either laugh it off or they'll bring you up to their manager but then the manager is at this conflict of like wow this person actually does like the majority of the work uh so we can't like fire them we gotta give them as many warnings as possible and it's just gone on way too far and then now this entire thing has spawned and it's blizzard is very 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 susceptible to news right now so you've already got that kind of factored in I'm gonna quickly bring up uh, Blizzard here. I just want to see what the implied volatility is like. Yeah, I mean this is pretty high for Blizzard. I think Blizzard would normally be around the 15%. I mean it's just a game. It, it was just a gaming company. Now it's like this news-centric company that has a lot of volatility just baked in. Um, this 17-day is like on par with like AMD, right? Or it's less than AMD, but more than Apple. Um, going back to uh, Google, uh, because we like to do napkin style uh, stock analysis, we got a dividend from Blizzard. That's cool. We like dividend. It, we don't pretend to like live off the dividend and think like, oh, we're gonna get huge off a of dividend. Look at me, stocks, right? Dividend is just nice. It shows like the company it feels kind of weird to say now because just because like I just gave that whole rant about whatever but it, it gives some sort of sense that the company knows what they're doing and they care enough about their investors putting quotes on everything please don't don't quote me on any of that like, I'm putting air quotes on everything uh, company has enough money somewhere to give back to the investors uh, money in terms of a dividend which is cool the P&E ratio of Activision Blizzard being 24 is really really low if you compare it to the time when it was like trading around this era this era here the p and e ratio i remember was triple digits um and now that the p and e ratio is 24 and the stock has gone past this point uh it's it's like a fair stock i have this like same opinion with like intel intel very fair. It's a very fair stock. It's like Jund in Magic the Gathering, but I assume most of you don't play Magic the Gathering. I know for sure my roommate doesn't play Magic the Gathering, but for those that understand, Jund is a very fair deck. It's a very like one-for-one -one type of deck that kind of like grinds you out. Uh, but Intel, very fair, but we'll talk about Intel later. Activision Blizzard, P&E ratio being low. It seems fair here. Um... I can see a case in point being made if, because I, I'm also, oh, I have so many thoughts racing in my head. Um, I watch a Twitch streamer called Gold. He's very polarizing. You either hate him or you love him. I love him. I think the way that he approaches, like just how he handles like all the trolls and uh, like how he handles all the negativity. I think he's really developed a, like a really good skill set to like, just continue pumping out content despite like everyone hating him but he's a really cool guy he gives updates and does reaction videos to like what blizzard has been doing and blizzard has done a lot of things that would appease or like make um like world of warcraft people happy but it just might be too late but then there is this like inflection point that could be happening right now where if you really really believe in blizzard i and if you think that like, 
here we go. Let me let me just gather my thoughts. If you think that this is the end of all the sexual harassment stuff, and you just go back on your roots and you're like, all right, they're making World of Warcraft just a little bit better, uh, and you know they're they're playing around maybe with a new classic, right? New classic World of Warcraft. And you're excited about maybe Diablo 4 eventually coming out soon, whenever that's going to happen, or, you know, that Diablo Immortal game, whenever that's going to happen. If you're excited about any of that stuff, um, then by all means. But because, you know, that Blizzard has to appeal to China, you know, they had that uh, thing that happened where um, uh, they, they did something in favor of China when there was those riots about Taiwan trying to be independent and stuff. Um, my point is, Blizzard's just really, really susceptible to news. But if you think that this is the inflection point, the risk-reward here does not seem all too bad. Like, think about it. You have this support here that's, like, at the all-time highs from, what, three years ago? Um, and the P&E ratio is already decent, given that also, or also the IV, not that bad, right? Like, it, it makes kind of sense to start selling cash secure puts maybe at the 80 mark or i don't know whatever the average is of of uh here i'm, I'm like scrolling through here yeah somewhere around the average of here start writing cash secure puts on those but only if you really like blizzard stock and if you think that the the new things coming in the pipeline will make a difference um blizzard numbers have been getting lower and lower and that was reflected on the earnings call which i think was somewhere here i mean it's definitely somewhere in this downtrend um, but yeah, there's just so much that you need to know. This is one of the companies you also need to have a really, this also goes back to investing in companies that you love because it's easier to follow news on companies that you love because you're just automatically excited to look and, you know, find out, oh, you know, when's that Diablo 4 release date? When's that mortal date? When's the, uh, the new classic whatever server date right that stuff is really uh relevant to you and so that's looking that stuff is easy at a at a non-fanboy non-fangirl stance i don't think you should invest in activision blizzard um and so i think i think if blizzard was like an e-commerce company with all of these problems i feel like it would be a b tier or could it be? I don't know. The P&E ratio is pretty low. And the IV is pretty high. Uh, uh, okay, let me do some... You, you guys and girls are going to just kind of see me do a little bit of funky stuff. Hold on. Let me just... Let me just do some eyeballing here. Just do a little eyeballing. Eyeball. I promise. What I'm, whatever I'm doing, is not professional. I'm just kind of doing my own oogla boogla. I'm not smart. I'm not a technical analysis person. Do not, do not take anything what I'm doing for uh, gospel. I'm putting this in B tier. I'm putting this in B tier. I think personally, if you're if. <laughs> It's only in B tier if you are a fan of Blizzard. And a lot of people are. And a lot of people have changed their minds. 
But if you truly believe that this is the turnaround point for Blizzard, risk reward here seems pretty good, in my opinion. And we will put in B. Wow. Okay. So I'm gonna read. Uh, I'm gonna read off chat just a little bit. And reply to some. Uh, reply to some people in chat, and that's it. I'm gonna actually. How should I? Can I save this? Presentation mode. Save? If I s oh, I can. Wow. Wow. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to save this. I'm going to post this on Twitter. Um, and all that information is like, oh, look what we did as a stream and all this stuff, whatever, whatever. Uh, but here. Uh, okay, here we go. Wolf of Wall Street anime. That would be sick. I think. I think that would be sick. I'm not sure. I, I actually don't watch that much anime, if at all. Puts on WoW, lost all market share to Final Fantasy XIV. Square Enix is actually on the OTC market. For those of you that don't know, if you're bullish on fantasy, Final Fantasy XIV uh, actually being a long-term thing and not just like a phase, check Square Enix out on the OTC market. Start streaming during or immediately around U.S market hours in the stocks and bonds category you know i've always streamed on the finance section i didn't know about stocks and bonds stocks and bonds category on twitch see that's so cool where's the tier list just joined uh i will post it on twitter the entire leadership of blizzard is pretty much gone though that's also another point um but i'm still gonna keep it in b because the risk reward from a technical level, from Juni's technical level and Juni's technical skills are very low. Seems seems pretty good. The dividend is annual, not quarterly, just throwing it out there. Cool, good to know, good to know. There's a really cool dividend aristocrats ETF, check it out. I do know about that one actually. Um, my stepdad is really into that one. Everybody plays MTG, what kind of dork doesn't play magic? You should come to the stream more often, Alga Bro. Junie, if you go to stock whatever, you can compare a company's past PE. Stockanalysis.com. Cool. I, we will I will check it out after the stream and then we'll maybe I'll decide to maybe if we want to start doing that as we start analyzing stocks going forward. All my homies hate Demir, as they should. Very annoying deck. Uh Chinese kids can only play three hours of WoW a week now, so maybe they won't cater as much. XD. Uh, never forget the that Diablo mobile fiasco. We'll see. I mean, mobile games make a lot of money. Mobile games, hate to say it, could be the future. I mean, we're already getting the Steam, the Steam handheld console. We have the Switch handheld console. I mean, th this phone is a handheld console, right? Um, it doesn't mean that we're gonna have some competitive games on the phone, cause I, that's where I kind of draw the line. But you know, uh, is there a Discord? Discord is only available for patrons, just cause I moderate it pretty heavily, um, and I like to just really keep it like the way I kind of like it. Is like I don't like people cussing too much, and I don't like people making derogatory jokes, and people I don't like it when people are mean to each other. Like I I do a lot of that stuff that you have to want to join that type of thing to want to join right like if i tell you this right now and you're like oh that's oh that's some that's some like 
soft stuff. I don't want to be part of that. Then you don't need to join. That's that's kind of thing. Uh, Tron Connect is Nvidia TRS. We'll find out in one of these upcoming streams. If you listen to the podcast, you might have an idea of where it might go. Um, though it is quote kind of overextended. What does overextended mean? The world the world may never know. Um, but that's about it. Thank you to everybody that showed up to this uh, new time. I uh, I hope that you know everyone had a had a good time. If you didn't ask questions this time, if you didn't, um, or if you're scared to ask questions, like just as a reminder, like I'm not gonna ever like reply to you in a way that's oh you know you of course this is obvious. Oh you need to watch out for uh, the. I can't, I can't, you gotta watch over the RSI or the uh, EMA, why stupid, why wouldn't you just buy some on the bounce or, you know, it's obviously this was a dead camp, but I'm never gonna do anything like that, uh, I, I think that's a very horrible way to learn, I think that, that actually pushes away a lot of people, so, if you had a question this time that you just didn't feel comfortable asking, I hope you ask it next, next time. I'm always down to like help out someone that's willing to learn, especially if it makes you feel better and it helps you sleep better at night. Cause I remember there was a lot of nights, uh, you know, back when I was trading irresponsibly before that allies, imagine allies same account doing better than you triggered me. Um, but yeah, I'll stop talking. I'll let everybody go. Uh, thank you for coming and I'll see everybody next Tuesday at 7.30 PM Pacific time. Bye-bye. Wow. Can I talk forever? <laughs> uh, hope everyone enjoyed the stream. Uh, it's, it, it, most of the shows are about an hour long. Uh, just maybe a little bit over an hour because I say bye at the end. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is my second time actually just like listening to it uh, fully through. And uh, I think I made a lot of great points. Some... I might have not ever even mentioned on the podcast. Um, this happens pretty frequently where sometimes I'll just talk about something on the stream and then it'll inspire a future episode. Um, if you just want to be part of chat, I read all chat. Uh, if you ask a question, there's a very, very good chance. I mean, 99.99.9999.999% chance I'll answer it. And if you ever wanted to ask me a question, maybe you didn't want to, you know, maybe you're just a little bit too lazy to like send me an email or you just don't want to use email because you're not lazy, you just don't want to do it, uh, then chat is the absolute next best option. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, hope everyone enjoys their long Labor Day weekend. I'm just going to put this out in the ether. Or, huh. No, you know what? I'm just going to upload this right now because... Uh, it would make more sense for you to get a chance to listen to this before the next Tuesday stream, just in case if you wanted to jump in and say hi. And again, that's every Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash Thank you, and bye-bye.